Welcome to The Movement with your host, Shannon D. Hughes. In your life, do you celebrate the downfalls along with the peaks? You should. These define you as the person you are and help you learn your way to personal success. Now, here is the host of The Movement, Shannon D. Hughes. Hello, everybody. It is Wednesday, April 3rd, 2019. There are approximately 273 days left in this calendar year. And if you haven't even made any movements by now, you will after today's show. My name is Shannon D. Hughes, and I am the host of the movement. Let's give the toll-free number 866-472-5795. That's 866-472-5795. International, the number is 001 480 398 1405. That's 001 480 398 1405. Email the show if you don't want to talk. That's Shannon at Shannon D. Hughes. That's the That's Shannon at Shannon D. Hughes. That's the We can be heard live every Wednesday here on Voice America's Influencers Channel at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific. Catch all the replays on Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, and iTunes. This powerful woman that, uh, that's coming on here. I've got to meet her last year in Orlando. I saw her for all of three minutes speak and she just knocked me out of out of my chair. She is just a, a mover and a shaker. This woman is, uh, she works on an international arena helping individuals face and overcome their limiting beliefs, discover and understand their true capacity so they can start taking action to live life to their highest standards and reaching their full potential. She delivers corporate workshop for groups of aspiring leaders accelerating to their next career step. She helps organizations develop aspiring women leaders to improve gender balance in senior positions. Some of her collaborators have been Volvo, RBC, Vodafone, and the U.S. Embassy. She is a speaker for the International Women's Day and the Luxembourg Ambassador for Women's Entrepreneurship. She is also an executive director of the John Maxwell team, which that's why I got to meet her at last year in Orlando, and the founder of Act to Exceed. We, we were a little delayed in the beginning. I want to jump right into this interview with this powerful woman. Annika, welcome to the movement. How are you? <laughs> Thank you, Shannon. I'm I'm blushing. I'm I have never heard anyone talk of me that way. I'm going to hire you. <laughs> Thank you. Thank <laughs> well, you first of all, you make it too e- Well, first of all, you make it too easy. Second of all, is you, it is you. You should recognize that it's you. So, it was my pleasure and just before we get an interview, I apologize for the delay and uh, as I said in your introduction, I saw you for 3 minutes speak. And you even gave us a little happy dance when you were done uh, uh, speaking, which was very entertaining. But um, when people move you like you moved me, it, you know, anything can happen where you want to connect with them, which is what you and I did. And um, and or in this case, have you on the show. So thank you for being on my show as you're in Luxembourg. So it's nighttime over there. It's, it's daytime here in Chicago. So I appreciate you giving everybody some time today. So I want to jump right into it. You've done so much in your life. We could we could do this could be like a three part series. So let's start. <laughs> let's start when, oh, let's say just after high school. Let's pick a year, nineteen ninety four. Talk yeah. about Annika in nineteen ninety four and come forward for me. Uh, so that's when I finished high school, and um, I grew up by the ocean. And uh, by the end of the school year, uh, we had a swimming competition uh, in the ocean. And uh, I swam like, uh, yeah, like my life depended on it. I won. Walk out of the 
water and two men uh, came up to me and in yeah New York accent told me that they were from the American Red Cross and they wanted to hire me as a lifeguard and my mom stood next wow. to me because everyone was there because you know it was a competition so I my mom and I responded at the same time I said yes and my mom said no no um, <laughs> and so I got uh, trained by the American Red Cross in Sweden and the day after the high school graduation I was in an airplane to California uh, working as an American Red Cross lifeguard up and down uh, like different cities. So like like a consultant for Red Cross um, lifeguard work. And uh, yeah, so I spent the whole summer there, different places, uh, Girl Scouts, YMCA, youth camps. And uh, one of my big memories was the, um, the world championships in soccer. And uh, Sweden won the bronze medal. So that was a wow. special moment to be in the States when that happened. Let me ask you, Annika, um, at that, that was, I mean, you were young. So what was that like working with an organization as prestige and world renowned as the, as the Red Cross? What was that like for you? Was it just, you know, I'll just go ahead and do it? Or what did you realize the enormity of what you were doing at that no. time? Yeah. No, for me, it was um, actually now when you said it is the first time I look at it that way. So mm. uh, the only thing it was for me was, wow, exciting adventure and let's go. So right. I, I didn't at all get that. It was, you know, um, honor and respect and a very prestigious job. But mm -hmm. it was it was it was hard work uh, because. It's it's it looks fancy on Baywatch, right? But it's not when you stand right. there by the swimming pool for eight hours straight, and it's right. really warm. So, no, I, I didn't get how it. How long then. did you? Yeah. Oh, right. So, how long did you do that for, Annika? I did it for a season, so a okay. little over three months, and then I actually got um, offered a really nice position as waterfront director in Hawaii. But oh, I oh. missed I missed my mom and dad. So okay, okay. Um, I was gotcha. eighteen. Huh? Yeah. Right, right, understood. Understood. Yeah. Um, so, so you passed that up. So now, t talk to me. Where did where did you go next? What was your next move? What did you do after that? Uh, I was just. I wanted more adventure. So, um, I applied for a private school that had, like, it was a package where you had to study one part in Stockholm, one part in London. Okay. And mm -hmm. one part in Paris. So I, as the first person in my family history, uh, went to university and I paid for it myself. Mm. So, yeah, it was, a, it was a big thing for me. Um, mm -hmm. Again, the, the big thing for me was adventure. But looking back now, um, yeah, I, I really started walking my own way. Um, from home, I had messages that um, why do you, why should you strive to be somebody? Uh, and money doesn't make any happy. Just get in line, sort of. Yes. But I really wanted. I wanted so much. I wanted. Um, I've always been a dreamer, and I've. Mm -hmm. I'm not a dream chaser. I'm a dream catcher. Oh, hello. 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 I love it. it. <laughs> 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 Annika is my guest here on The Movement. Again, 866-472-5795. If you want to call and ask this 
this this this Wonder Woman, any questions, please feel free. And again, international zero zero one four eight zero three nine eight fourteen zero five. Sorry, Annika. So you heard your introduction. Um, again, <laughs> that is you. I did. I that is. I did not make that up. So no, it was I me. want you to tell me. <laughs> so I want you to tell me and the audience mm-hmm. how did your and you correct me if I'm wrong. Your adventurous you know, state of mind and how you do things. How did that, how did that play into where you are now? Tell me what, you know, as you look back on, as you reflect, like this, it seems like it it made a big impact on your career, especially with the list of things that you do now, which we'll talk about later. Tell me how you think now, looking back on it, your adventurous mind at that age, how that played a a path for you now doing what you're, what you're doing now. Yeah. I'm still, exactly the same and I often Mm. wonder it it actually took me until maybe the age of 30 before I understood that everyone else is not like that Uh, I you know you think you think from yourself and so you think that other people will think like you and then you realize when you're older that they don't Uh, and since then I've been trying to figure out what is it where on earth does it come from why Right. Where, right. where does it come from? And I don't really know. So that frustrates me like crazy. <laughs> right. Uh, but, but it's always, it's always there. It's, it, it's the exact reason why I am in Luxembourg. It's that same adventure and wanting to discover and learn more and become more. That It is why I'm here in Luxembourg. I love it. I love it. And you know what? I'm, I'm very curious since I don't get to travel a whole lot. Um, Tell me a little bit before we talk about all the stuff that you you do and how you got started. Tell me for those and this 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 show is international it's there because we've had some people log in and listen to the show from your beautiful country and city. Tell me about Luxembourg a little bit if you might. Tell me a little bit about it. I've never been there. Would love to know about it. All right. So it's um, I'll say what comes to mind first. It's tiny. Mm-hmm. It's very beautiful. Right now, right now is we're entering my absolute favorite period of living in Luxembourg. It's when the magnolia start to blossom. It is mm-hmm. like walking in, a, I don't know, a fairy tale. It's so beautiful. Um, another thing is that if you drive the car from east to west, 30 minutes, you go through the country. So um, you have Belgium, Germany, and France around us. Uh so if I drive 12 minutes that way, I'm in Germany. 12 minutes that way, I'm in Belgium. And 15 minutes the other way, I'm in France. Um, wow. So yeah, yeah I, can, I can. if I want to, I can be in four countries in a day. Wow. Uh, just driving around. Um, what else? It's uh, very multicultural. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have four official languages, French, German, Portuguese, Luxembourgish, Um yeah, another particular thing is that because of the European institutions being located here, mm-hmm. lots of people come here uh, from their country. They work, and then when it's Easter holiday, summer, all of that, they do, whew, they disappear. They go home, and it's very empty here. Wow, and so, you were and you've been there all your life, correct, or am I mistaken on that? Yes, I'm. I'm have not been here all my life. I've been here. Okay. This is, uh, I came on the 26th of August, 2000. Okay. So it's been a while, but uh, the reason I'm still here is because because of who I used to be. I used to be someone with very, very low Mm -hmm. self-esteem. If you take a scale zero to 10, 
I was zero. Okay. The firm zero. Mm-hmm. And so um, I made a choice of partner that was completely aligned with that. So um, to be nice, let's just say, if you make a list of the things you should not do to a partner or you don't want your partner to do to you, he, he did that, all of it. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Uh, but I'm, I don't know, I'm a romantic, I'm a woman, you believe in happy endings, you sort of, mm-hmm. you tend to think that he will change because I'm special. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but uh, I somehow uh, managed to have three babies with him in one year. Mm-hmm. So first my firstborn son and then bam, bam, twins. So, uh, but then I, I've been a single mom since my kids were one, one and two years old. So it's been 10 years now. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I'm staying here because of, I'm not taking their my children away from their father, um, mm. but yeah. So that's been uh, gotcha. work, you know. If if you're somewhere where you don't want to be, and for reasons that are not nice, it sort of becomes a little bit like feeling it's a prison, and it did for a while. So that took tremendous work to by will shift that into feeling that no, I'm here because I want to. Let me ask, Annika, um, because it's got to be tough, obviously, and you've just kind of alluded to it a little bit. So I want to delve into that a little bit. Um, Was there ever a was there ever a point, a day, a time of whatever where that paradigm shift when you were talking about your low self-esteem and then going through the thing that you did with your partner? Was there what was the breaking point when Annika said, I'm going to take control of all of this? I'm I'm going to just you know, break clear of all of this stuff that is bringing me down. Because like I said, I see you now, but yeah. I did, I don't know Annika then. So what was, and this is what the, why the show is called the movement. What mm-hmm. was there a, a period? Was there a day? Was there a time where, where the, the light just went on? You said enough. Here's what yeah. I need to do. Yeah. Yes. Uh, <clears throat> this gets emotional for me. Okay. Um, Yes, the date is 14th of February, 2014. Uh, My children had just spent um, the weekend with their father. They came home, and I felt the second they came in the house, I felt uh, irritated, uh, almost like aggressive. And in a way, I've never felt. And I was wondering, who who, who am I? What's happening to me? What is this? And... um, According to my doctor, I had been living for three years with the full list of burnout sy- sy- symptoms. That's the word, mm-hmm. burnout symptoms. Uh, but I, I'm, I've been competing in full contact kickboxing. So I, when he said, ah, oh, you need to slow down, this is not, I was like, nah, it doesn't hurt. So I'm not bleeding, nothing is broken. So let's just keep going. But that day, um, I, I knew something was wrong. Um, and all of a sudden I felt I, I, my thought was that I must have gained weight because my bra is too small. I had, it mm-hmm. was put, it was pre- putting pressure on my chest. So I opened my bra, sorry about the details, mm-hmm. and, okay. but it didn't change anything. I still felt like oh, I can't breathe. Uh, right. and then I felt like I had a cramp in my back. So I remember like rubbing my back between the shoulder blades against the doorpost. And then all of a sudden I started breathing like a crazy person. And mm-hmm. 
my physical body was collapsing and my my my, my intellectual capacity my, I was thinking I was like what is this I'm like I've seen movies where I'm sorry for what I'm going to say now but I I would Go call right women you know oh, I can't mm-hmm. read and so I was like what am I doing and I tried to like when you fight kickboxing and it hurts and you feel like I oh, want to give up you still you can still make yourself stronger so I tried to do that but it didn't work so I actually hyperventilated until I passed out Uh, because that I have Googled, you get too much oxygen in the blood, so Mm. you get intoxicated. And I fell forward, and I woke up. I remember I I saw my fingers, and they looked like, I don't know, like a dead chicken. It looked horrible. They were going all directions, and I couldn't put my fingers straight. And I remember the first thought I had was, I have to Google this. You know, I wanted to understand what was happening to me. So that's the first time I had to accept that physically, I mean, mentally I was broken, but I just kept pushing. And, but when it started to break physically, I was like, uh, this is not good, but I still kept going. And, um, the, the day when I think I fully accepted that, okay, this this body is shutting down. I was in the supermarket. This is very personal. Is that okay? Is it okay to be very Of course. This, this is internet yes. radio. This is the movement. This is what we do here. Go right ahead. Okay. I hope that no one I know ever hears this, but this is what happened. I walk into the supermarket, slowly pushing the caddy, and I go to the area where they have organic vegetables. I'm alone, mm-hmm. and I walk around the corner, and then all of a sudden, somebody from behind me puts their finger in my bum. Wow. And, yeah. And I turn around to slap whoever it is, but there's nobody mm-hmm. there. There's no one there. Mm. And then I'm like, why is there still a finger there? Right. So that was not a finger. That was my intestine not functioning anymore. Oh. Oh yeah. That's wow. not nice. That's Mm-mm. not nice. I can tell you. You're in a supermarket and you poop yourself. Right. <laughs> So I was like, the humiliation, uh, as like an adult person, you know, when there's bowel movement, uh, any kind, but there was nothing. I felt nothing. It was just like being poked in the rear. So that's when I was like, okay, a doctor has to help me now. So that was a very long and very detailed, sorry, story about there. Yes. So I actually physically collapsed from a severe burnout oh. and uh, the co- recovery period uh, when I, so I slept almost for six weeks. The only thing I did was the basic care of my children. That was it. I didn't shower. I, I walked in my pajamas. I drove my kids to school in pajamas and a, a cap on my head, not to show my greasy hair. It was disgusting. Mm-hmm. And as soon as my kids have left, uh, had left, I started crying and people didn't really do anything. Uh, but then I started thinking, okay, what, 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 what can I do? I cannot go back to work and get back in that crazy cycle because my life, my personal situation is so extreme. Right. I have to change something. And the obvious things for me, like I have three kids. I cannot not have them. Uh, I cannot leave them. I cannot take them with me and go somewhere else. So that can't change. What else can change? 
as like, okay, if I leave my job and I do something else, no, I can't. I'm a single mom. I'm the only one bringing in money here. Mm -hmm. Um, So I'm stuck, right? So I I kept thinking and thinking and thinking. And then I was like, okay, let's – I heard on the radio about a French lady who had won – she had played the lottery every Friday her whole life. And then when she turned 90, she won the jackpot. And the Friday (laughs) after that, she won the jackpot again. Uh, so they asked wow. her what are you going to do she bought a castle and I thought wow so if that can happen what if I won the lottery then if I had all that money what would I do and the answer was just it was instant I was like I would be a coach but because through my sports uh, I the strongest relationship I know the one that brings more power most power and empowerment and strength and support is coaching. Yes. So, and, and so it's a natural ingredient, ingredient in my life. It has always been there. Uh, I've had coaches and I've coached people. So I was like, that's what I want to do. That's what I do. It's who I am. And I was like, yeah. Oh my God. You're- your time that. is so impeccable. Your time is so impeccable. We are right up against the break. We're only going to take one break today because I want you for long segments today. You are speaking with international speaker, coach, author, and president of advisory council and executive director of the John Maxwell team. Annika joins the show. If you have any questions for the last half of the show, please call in 866-472-5795. That is 866-472-5795. International. Uh, yeah, you all know. Yeah, she's in Luxembourg. International, you can call in to 001-480-398-1405. That's 001-480-398-1405. Please email the show as well. Shannon at Shannon D. Hughes. That's the movement.com. That's Shannon at Shannon D. Hughes. That's the movement.com. We are going to take a break, Annika. But when we come back, you said being a coach. That's what you do. I want to talk about that transition, how you started to become a coach and how you started to build up what you're doing, your empire, what you have now. Also talk about your multiple books that you have out there as well. And then I also want to talk about a little bit about more about a single mom, how you're, how you being a mother now is yeah. different than when it was then. So I would love to talk about, we got a lot to cover in the second half of the show. We will be right back with my guest, Annika, here on The Movement right after this. Be sure to friend us on Facebook. You can do it right now. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for us at keyword Voice America. If your life needs some structure and direction, you may need a life coach. Interested? Contact Shannon at SDHughesEnterprises at gmail.com for a free 30-minute consultation. Trying to find a buyer for your home? Tired of paying fees and commissions? Need to get out of your home quickly with no fuss? Real market experts can help. Get a cash offer on your home today. Our nationwide network of investors will ensure you receive the best price for your home in Chicago and the Chicagoland area. Get started now. Call 1-800-SELL-NOW or 708-887-0795. You can also visit our website at realmarketexperts.com il. Is your credit card processor for your business charging you high processing rates? Do you need an upgrade of your current credit card processing terminal and would like it for free? Let North American Bank Card lower those processing rates and qualify you for a free brand new credit card processing terminal. 
Call Shannon for a free statement analysis, 708-887-0795, or email Shannon at sdhughesenterprises at gmail.com. This is the Voice America Influencers Channel. Be inspired. You are listening to The Movement. To reach the show today, please call in to 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. If you'd rather send an email or if you are looking to be a sponsor for The Movement, contact the show via email to shannon at shannondhughes-themovement.com. That's shannon at shannondhughes-themovement.com. We'd love to hear from you. She loves to shine the spotlight on others, and now it's her turn to be in it. On the next episode of The Movement with Shannon D. Hughes, international speaker, published author, radio and television show host, Allison H. Larson joins the show. She will talk about being the daughter of a television newsman, starting of her own speakers coalition, and being a television host and helping people spread their message worldwide, and also being a host of the show, The Spotlight, which can also be heard here on Voice America, and I will be on her show next Tuesday, shameless plug. And so, and she is also the reason that I'm actually on this show because next week will be the anniversary, a one-year anniversary of the movement launching. So this is kind of a pre, pre-anniversary episode today. So Allison H. Larson will be my guest next week here on the movement on Voice America's Influencers Channel. 866-472-5795 is a toll-free number for my talented and wonderful and powerful guest, Annika. And international, 001-480-398-1405. Email Shannon at ShannonDHughes-TheMovement.com. I still got another 25-plus minutes or so with this talented woman. So, Annika, just before the break, you talked yeah. about coaching was in your spirit and it was in your heart. That's what you wanted to do. So, the floor is yours. Tell me how you started down that path. What did you do? Um, I went on internet, of course, um, and I did some research. I found different, different tracks and then I ended up, uh, well, I decided I need to get myself trained and certified. So I did several courses and certifications, um, 2014, 15 and 16. And, and in 2016 is when I found the John Maxwell team. And in all honesty, I must say, having been through several different curriculums, uh, the content and, and the, the, the amount, so the, the, like the quantity uh, on the, in the John Maxwell team and the quality blew me away. Uh, and I felt like this, this, is, this is my stuff. This is where I want to be. Um, so I'm in that for the long run. And uh, I had, so I'd, I started with uh, one-on-one clients. And uh, like, if you have really low self-esteem, uh, like mm-hmm. I still had when I started, uh, I, I, okay, so I knew, okay, I'm trained, I'm certified, but how do I know I'm good enough to charge money from someone? So mm-hmm. I did a full year working for free because I felt I needed proof that I am good enough, like literal proof that someone, that I had helped someone get results. So I did that for a year and then I was like, okay, I'm good enough. And then it was time to ask for a fee. And that was so difficult. My goodness. Mm -hmm. But then um, (laughs) I actually got my first 
paying client from writing and submitting um, a guest blog for uh, an online, uh, it's called Tiny Buddha. So it's like Zen living and yes, that was, I don't know, it was, uh, it was a big shift for me because I've always loved writing and uh, I have received, I remember a comment from a teacher in the, when I went to university, she wrote, she didn't put a grade on it. She just wrote, Annika, you should be an author. And I framed that because it meant so much to me. So that article that got published on an international, massively large blog, and someone read it and wanted to become my client and was my client for two full years. Um, that wow. was, uh, yeah, that for me, that was, wow. Uh, someone actually got so much value from my blog post. And that one was um, 10 steps to avoid burnout. So, um, yeah, that's, that's how it really started. And getting paid the first time from someone who doesn't know me, who doesn't come from a contact, it's like a person somewhere on earth who read something that made such an impact with them that they actually want to pay me money to get more of that. That's that. I think that's really what made me grow uh, my self-image. Like I was like, okay, I, I'm apparently good enough to be published. Apparently good enough so that someone reads it and reaches out to me and wants to pay me. So it it was not the steps were not um, what is the word um, strategic. Yes. It was yes. Curiosity that drove me forward. And then the reward came because when you take action, universe will reward you. Correct. And I didn't, I didn't see the reward like, yeah, who reward proof that I'm good enough. But slowly it came like, you know, it sneaks up on you that confidence when you, when you take action and you believe that, yes, I think maybe I can do this. When you believe in yourself and you, with courage, step forward. Even if you're scared to death, um, if you just keep taking steps forward, you 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 will get there. And th so, um, th the same thing I did for my first live workshop, my first live mastermind group. Oh my goodness, I was so scared, but I mm -hmm. still did it. And for each thing I did, I saw how much value people got from it. Not just not just for me, but for that concept of, you know, um, like-minded people coming together and sharing their thoughts, their, uh, their challenges and wins. It's a very uh, uplifting and rewarding environment to be in. And for each time I did it, I just felt that this is so right. This is my path. This is what I am made to do. And that made me take bigger and bolder action, run faster, aim higher, and you get the results with it. And I don't know if anybody's paying attention to this, but everything that Annika just said is based on movement, which brings me to the name of the show, The Movement, here every two, every Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific. And I kind of touch on that in my book, um, Movement Mastery, that you have you got to move. You can't just stay in one spot. You know, yeah. faith without works is dead. If you pray, pray, pray and say, I'm going to do it, but you don't move nothing's going to, you're not going to be rewarded. So I, I applaud you for, for doing that. Now I actually want to kind of 
piggyback on something you said and come forward. You were talking about your blog post and how mm-hmm. that kind of garnered some attention to you. And now you had multiple books that came out. So I would like for you to talk to the audience about your books, each one of your books and why you wrote them and, and, and all of that good stuff. I'm, I'm, I'm sure that had to be rewarding for you to publish these books. Uh, yes. Shannon, is it okay if I tweak that perspective and, and share? Certainly. Certainly. Because yeah? I, I, if, if I was listening and I wouldn't want to hear a person sitting and talking about their books and what they mean to them, I would want to hear, mm-hmm. how, can, how can I do the same? Um, mm-hmm. So, like I said, the, I, first of all, I had an image of myself that was that I'm not much. I'm not capable of anything really and I'm nothing special. And definitely not an author, even if that teacher once wrote that. Um, and I had this dream since I was a kid that I wanted to put in a, in a bookshelf a book that on the back had my name on it. It was just this vision I had, like magic. And um, I, it, it's been with me always. But I knew that that can't happen because I'm not an author. I'm just a person. Uh, I mean, who would want to write what I write? Who would want to read what I write? And then uh, I've always been writing my journal and little things on notes. And I, I don't know how many notebooks I have. And then um, when I crashed, when I really broke, uh, I was writing a lot. And I was doing research on hormones, serotonin, cortisol, how to stay uh, strong, what to do when you can't sleep. You know, I really, really did a lot of research and studied and then I, I started interviewing single moms. Uh, I, did a, I did a spreadsheet with 81 questions. Mm-hmm. And I interviewed 85 women. I couldn't take it. I wanted to do 100, but after 85, I just couldn't take it anymore. Because the story right. was heartbreaking. And then I had all that content. And I was like, this is so much. Someone should really read this. It's, 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 it's important. And I was like, I'm just going to make a book of it because it's, it's like a book. So, and you know, anyone who writes a book uh, can go and publish it on Amazon through their uh, create space platform. And And then when you, when you go through the publication process, you have to order one printed proof. So you look at it and say, yes, this is what I want my printed book to look like. And then you click approve and then, it's out. And the day right. I got my printed proof was a day I will never, ever remember. Forget. I will never, ever forget. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, so and that's, I, that's I, how I, laughed, I did my first two, Annika. Yeah. It's, I mean, the feeling is just so, I don't know what the, the word is, but it's. Accomplishment. So, yeah, it's, it's fulfilling it's uh, yes it's magic it's it's a it's mm-hmm. life it's life that's it, what you want life to feel like oh my goodness it is your happiness it is yeah it so is. when I, when i did that i was like isn't that interesting my whole life i thought that well i'm not an author so i can't write a book so i didn't mm-hmm. and then i wrote a book and then I was like, but this is a book, so shouldn't I just publish it? And I did. And I was like, all of a sudden, I came, I became, quote, unquote, an author. Yes. And that's the first time. That's the first, like, it was like a nose punch when I realized, oh, my goodness, 
those thoughts, mm -hmm. the thoughts we have in our own head, we believe them 100% to be truth. It is our truth. So yes. we act accordingly to them. And to give some credit to your name here, the, the movement, what I did was I, did, I didn't shift my thinking because I, I was a little bit stuck with it. But what I did is I created movement in my actions. So I wrote and I wrote and I wrote. And all of a sudden, I was like, this is so much. It's like a book. And all of a sudden, going through the publication process, I was an author. I mean, some say you're not an author because you wrote one book. But, yeah, I wrote a book. And then, you know, when you write one, you realize how incredibly fulfilling and amazing that process is. So you write another one and another one and then another one. But so to anyone listening, if you have the if you have the feeling that you want to and you've been dreaming about it, you fantasize about it, well, first of all, everyone has a story. Every single one of us has a story to share. And yes. someone out there needs to hear your specific story. Uh, and they need to hear it from you. Only when they hear it from you can they make the change they need to do in their life. And uh, so I think I would like to really encourage anyone who, who's been waiting for it, for a sign, for, for the courage, I say do it. Let's, let's just do it. Put it out there. Oh, my God. You sound like a walking Nike commercial. My uh, friend, speaker, author, coach, and president of Advisory Council and Executive Director of John Maxwell Team, Annika, is my guest for the last, oh, 12 to 15 minutes here on the show on the movement. All right, Annika. So I'm going to get into a few things before we end the show today. So I'm going to let you kind of just run with this. So, again, you've talk to I know in your introduction talk about how you speak to women and and you know kind of uh, get them on an equal playing field with the men and things of that nature so I want you to talk about some of the groups you spoke to what's your message especially towards women so give us some um, you know give give us some information on that and who you uh, you don't have to say to people by name or whatever but just what some of the things the messages that you're out there speaking about now that you're a coach and you're doing masterminds especially internationally, uh, please uh, delve into that for us. Okay, so maybe I'll share. Um, I was in London in February now at a large yes. event called the Best You Expo. Mm -hmm. and, I know uh, about it. Yeah, so lots of people come there to get inspired and motivated and uh, learn new things. So I spoke, um, I spoke at, uh, both days and – the first day, uh, the title of my speech was uh, Three Steps to Conquer Limiting Beliefs and Become the Best mm -hmm. Version of You. And I don't know, you know, I, was, I wasn't, you don't know who, how many are going to come. Will anyone come? Will it be mainly men, women, uh, young, old? And so I was so nervous. My goodness, I was so nervous and you know, at events like that, you have to show up a little in advance so they can get the headset on and everything. And when I got there, there were people standing on the outside and the, the room was packed and people standing along the, the walls. So I was like, ah, it must have been a famous person just before me. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I was like, because there were famous, like famous in the UK people. Right. And so I said to the sound guy, I said, who was this for? And I sort of pointed at the audience and he said, no, they're here for you. <laughs> and he, he was he was very serious he said no no they're here for you 
and I almost cried because wow, I was like, what? <laughs> I expected. I was like, please, please, please bring me more than six people. If it's six or less, I'm I'd um <laughs> I don't want <Right>. that. <laughs> and it was right. packed. People were standing. Wow. Every seat was taken. They were standing along the walls and outside. And I was just like, oh, my goodness. Um, this is uh, – so. Um, we have one of the mentors in the John Maxwell team. Uh, I love him, Chris Robinson. He has said to me, um, you mm-hmm. were made for this moment. See, I almost, almost cry now. I, you were made for this moment. The first time he said it, I was like, what do you mean? <laughs> but every <laughs> every choice you've made, every decision you've taken, the good, the bad, the ugly, everything, um, every action you've taken, everything has led you up till right now. You were mm-hmm. made to be here. You were made for this moment. So I was just like, all right, Tanika, let's do this. I was made for this moment. And so I went on stage. I shared the story of three steps to conquer limiting beliefs. And I shared, like I did with you here now and your audience, I was being very personal, very raw. And I was I was just, I was loving every second of it because people were taking notes, they were filming, they were taking pictures of me, of my slides. And when I was done, uh, they came up to, to me to take selfies. I was asked to sign an, uh, sign an autograph. Um, some someone said, "Oh, I love your outfit. I wish I could look like you." And I was like, "What? What kind of comment is that?" And then I realized <laughs> they think, um, you know, when you see someone on stage and they look like they got their stuff together. And I was like, "Goodness, I'm I'm just like all of you, but I've taken action and." gotten ahead with courage stepping forward stepping forward stepping forward and so many people don't they listen to that fear-based thought the limiting beliefs they listen to it and they believe it so they do nothing and uh i i wish i could go back and tell them all listen when i understood that all of you were here for me i almost cried because I, I'm not someone who just like, okay, I'm here for another event. I'm just going to speak and then right. move on with my limo. It's no, it means so much, so much. And I think every single person, uh, if I could invent a magic pill with courage to help people yes. move forward, take a step, uh, take action, believe that they can do it, then yes, maybe we should do that, invent a pill and just sell it and get rich. Oh, I'll let you. I'll let you reap all the rewards. I just want to be in on the process. I just want to see where everything that you put in that pill. So I want to yeah. be a part of that process. Uh, Annika, we are in the last four minutes of the show, so I would like you to do two things for me. I would yeah. like for you to give out your information. If anybody wants to bring you in as a speaker or a coach, whatever, how they can get a hold of you. Number one, and then number two, I would love for you to leave just a message from your heart, whatever it is, whatever lane you want to speak to. Uh, the floor is yours. All right, so thank you. Uh, then I'll give the my website is the best through the contact form. So it's act2xc.com, A-C-T, and then number two, exceed, E-X-C-E-E-D.com. Um, so anyone who reaches out to me through there, I'll get back to them. 
And then if I have, yeah, one positive message, I would say, like I said before, um, statistics say that we believe 7% of what we hear. We believe 50% of what we see. And we believe, unfortunately, 100% of what we think. And I say unfortunately because 96% of our thoughts are repetitive. 80% of that is negative. So, so many people stay stuck, they play small, and they hold themselves back because they think they're not enough or not educated enough or not smart enough or not whatever enough. And if you want to live a life that makes you happy, makes you feel fulfilled, makes you feel like, yeah, this is life, living it, you need to take action. You need to step forward. You need to take a risk and bet on yourself The the magic is that when you do that, you get the result that represent that. Uh, so whether you continue to play small and believe that you cannot do it, you will get the result that represent that thought. You will there will be no results. Uh, there will be a lack of results, and that string of results or lack of will be your life. If you really accept that, because it is it's a true fact, then. The only thing you should fear in life are your own limiting beliefs. Reject them. Mm. Cancel them. It's just, no, 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 no. Now, I have post-its all over my house with messages for me. Um, you can do it. That's my message. You can do it. You better believe you can because you can. I'm going to sneak, oh. sneak one more question in on you before we go. Um, yeah. I said I was going to ask you this earlier and briefly. What's it like being a single mom now, doing the things that you do now? What is it like now? Now it's, I'm going to say that it's, this is a nice, nice phase. All, like my kids, they can walk and talk and speak and eat and get dressed by them by themselves. I, I brought them with me to an event. They did the opening introduction, welcomed people in five languages. My goodness, I was so proud. I struggled the rest of the event not to bawl and ugly cry because I was such a proud mama. Um, and yeah, I mean, my kids are outside my office now behaving very well. And um, mm -hmm. at the same time, it's when you're alone yesterday, I got seven, I walk out of the client meeting, I had seven missed calls and mm -hmm. uh, one child not doing well. So then you do the, Oh my God, you rush. So it's, <laughs> Yeah, it's ups and downs, but uh, mm -hmm. I love it. I love it. Well, Annika, it has been an absolute honor and pleasure to have you on the show. And I'm going to say this on a personal note. We got two minutes before we close. On a personal note, uh, like I said, I got to see you, but we did not officially meet uh, in person. And um, like you said, you were saying how people – wanted to take selfies of you and all of this other stuff. And I wish I could have gotten to you to tell you thank you because that started me on my journey now. Um, you have been more than open and, and helpful with me, um, you know, because I'm part of the Maxwell team as well. Um, I am elated at, at the possibilities that that's going to befall me because I am taking movements as well. And so I credit you and compliment you and to everything that you've done being executive director of the Maxwell team is just an honor that not everybody has. And, but, but just because you're not, doesn't mean you still can't be impactful. You've been impactful on my life. Um, I, I want to personally say thank you to you and thank you for being so raw and honest. And that's what this show is all about. 
And I cannot wait to meet you in person, give you a big old hug and say thank you for all that you do. And um, one of the last things I say to my guests before I let everyone go is thank you for starting your movement. And thank you for being part of my movement today. Annika, it was an honor and privilege to have you on my show. Thank you so much, Shannon. It's been great. And I hope that some of the listeners got uh, a little thought that pushes them to take action on, on their own dreams. Oh, they will, especially with the message you delivered today. Thank you, Annika. That is it for the movement. Next next week, the one-year anniversary of the movement, and Allison Hillebrand Larson, the one that got me started on the show, will be my guest next week. Again, 273 days left in 2019. If you haven't moved yet, get started. Monica did. So did I. So can you. Take care, everybody. See you next week. Thank you for joining us for The Movement. Your host, Shannon D. Hughes, invites you to tune in again for another edition next Wednesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time. That's 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Find out what's happening.